crashing through the lies and disinformation. It's Alex Jones, coming to you live from the front lines of the InfoWar. It is Thursday, August 15th, 2019. I am Alex Jones, your host, coming to you for the last day from San Diego. I'll be back in studio, Lord willing, tomorrow. Owen Schroyer was scheduled to be hosting the full four hours today, but I am going to be co-hosting some of them because wild horses could not drag me away. It's now conclusive. In fact, I even forgot to give the broadcast crew a name of this show today when we post it. Well, here it is. It's official. Jeffrey Epstein was murdered. The evidence is incontrovertible. There isn't a jury in the world with all this evidence that wouldn't say he was murdered, and there is an ongoing cover-up that is unraveling. So (coughs) Jeffrey Epstein was murdered, and the cover-up is unraveling. That's the headline. Shaking the world. It's up on drudgereport.com. The autopsy says his neck was broken in two places. We're going to lay all that out coming up and why it's so significant at the start of the next segment. Then we have that big, huge Google whistleblower that's a hero because he didn't just leak the info of the criminal's activity going on. The election meddling, the election fixing, he went public himself. He will be joining us coming up in the third segment in about 15 minutes. Zach Voorhees uh, will be joining us. He's, He's releasing more information today. He's already done it on his Twitter. You'll want to hear this major whistleblowing information. In fact, we're already linked on DrudgeReport.com, but in case Drudge isn't listening, you probably want to send an email over pointing out that we're going to have the Google whistleblower live on air. This will be a first. What Project Veritas did was amazing, and the interview is powerful. It's stunning. But he's going to be live with us for three segments. That's about 30 minutes of airtime. Uh, coming up, and and I'm just going to give him the floor to tell it all, to tell what else he's going to be bringing out, the other shoes to drop. Now, here's the even bigger news that's coming up after that. Tens of thousands of Chinese troops mass at sports stadiums right across the border from Hong Kong and the bridge and openly say they're getting ready to fully invade. They've already used paramilitary troops. Now, let's hit this right now first, though. Six officers delivering a felony drug warrant in Philadelphia in what's basically a no-go zone get pinned down, six get shot. The local news basically celebrates it. Thousands of people show up on the streets. Instead of throwing water balloons or pitchers of water at the police, they begin to throw bottles at them. We're going to roll some of that video and tell them, uh, we'll call them all sorts of horrible, uh, violent names. This is what Netflix and Hollywood is pushing, that all cops are evil, all cops are racist. All these cops are black, and they have black folks wound up by the media to believe that their enemy is the police when nine out of ten blacks are killed by other black folks, not by white folks, not by Hispanics, not by uh, police. And now these areas like Chicago, Southside, and areas of Philly will be even bigger no-go zones for police, and crime rates will only go up. But here are the police already six down. And on their flank, here comes folks brainwashed by the media to attack the police. This is the race baiting. This is Hollywood. Here is the awful footage.
They shouted at the police, we're going to kill you, die. They called black police the N-word. This is the... The Internet's home for Motown, soul, and great rock and roll. SkyPilotRadio.com This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. From the front lines of the information war, it's Alex Jones. Ladies and gentlemen, world history is unfolding right now. This is a great time of awakening. This is a great time of what has been hidden coming to light. It's also an incredible crossroads where we see major military proxy wars between the U.S. and China breaking out in Hong Kong, breaking out in Kashmir. We see Islamic attacks exploding across Europe of every type. Hundreds of churches being burned a year, many, many a week. Uh, in Europe alone, this is just a quickening time, an acceleration that we're living in. We have a huge Google whistleblower uh, that first was uh, broke yesterday with Project Veritas. Zach Voorhees will be joining us live, uncensored, and unfiltered. The first time a major Google engineer with, with access to all these manuals and training systems of how to suppress nationalists and conservatives and Christians and veterans and gun owners is going to be live on a show for three segments. But let's get into the big story right now that ties into all of it. The loss of confidence in the system. No one buying the pedophile pimp, the pedophile procurer, the blackmail intelligence operative, Jeffrey Epstein. No one believing that he committed suicide. I had breakfast this morning with my head security guy who's been in the Army, the Marines, Blackwater, done CIA contracting, uh, been an Austin police officer uh, in his history, been a federal air marshal, you name it. He's talked to all of his federal associates and, uh, I mean, everyone he knows, and these guys aren't, quote, conspiracy theorists, and they say 100% killed in the cell. But I sat there at breakfast for 30 minutes well, he recited all of this, and I said, you've got to start doing a radio show, Tim, because he's just totally deadpan like Dragnet. And he was just laying it all out, and I'd forgotten half of this stuff. There's a story up on DrudgeReport.com uh, from the Gateway Pundit that says list of inconsistencies. I'd say list of smoking guns, but we're going to go over these. But let's let's just walk through the big ones, shall we? <clears throat> he gets this sweetheart deal a decade ago. He was already procuring conservatively thousands of underage girls to blackmail people, taking them on the, to this island where far worse things happen, other facilities in New York, other facilities in Florida. When it all starts to come out, the feds swoop in, bust him again, charge him with more sex trafficking, which ties into the Clintons and the open borders and Obama and Haiti. I mean, they are up to their necks and eyeballs in this. He goes into jail. They put a huge, giant bodybuilder cop who, who, who is in there for killing four drug dealers we know of, taking their money and burying them in his backyard. His specialty was shooting them and also choking him to death. They put him in there with this nonviolent offender. You never do that. And, of course, I already knew that from researching it, but Tim was explaining to me this morning. You never put them in with a violent offender like that before they're transferred and you know, convicted or sent to prison. 
This guy tries to break his neck, but good jail guards that weren't on the take got in and stopped him, found him in a catatonic position. Epstein tells his lawyer, who's in the news, no, he tried to kill me. Then they put him on suicide watch. They pull him off suicide watch, put him in a cell by himself. All this unfolds. They pull the regular guards off. The big finale coming in a moment, his broken neck. And it just goes on and on from there. The lights are off. The cameras are off. They tell the regular jail guards, go home early. Other jail guards, not just one, but now they're saying a special crew is brought in. And then the jail guards that are there in other floors say they all fell asleep, so they can't say anything. Then the other witnesses that the feds have already talked to, because A.G. Barr took over the day it happened, he said, clearly a cover-up, appointed a special prosecutor, fired the warden, uh, I mean, removed the, the warden, took the jail guards that found him off, put them on administrative leave. They talked to all the cells around. They said, we heard the door open, him screaming and yelling, basically fighting for his life. They instantly start saying, breathe, 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 the cover up, the screaming. So that's their cover story. Well, you're not screaming while you're leaning down on the so-called blanket to choke yourself. And it's not breaking your neck. That's being violently grabbed and you're fighting back or you dropped from a distance and it can break a vertebrae. No, broken in two places. So they went in there. Two things happened. Either the guards that went in went in and brutally manhandled him or someone else got in, pulled out, and then the guards came in. But everyone heard the yelling. Everyone heard the screaming, the wailing as he fought. And then, oh, breathe, breathe, Epstein. It's all right, buddy. Breathe as, as they're killing him. Now, again, we have the screams. We have all the normal protections and defaults turned off. We have him parked with a killer who has dead bodies in his yard, a, a, a huge gorilla, a huge guy, a, a cop. And so all of this goes on and on. And you have his lawyer and others saying, no, he said, they're going to kill me in here. That guy attacked me. I'm not going to commit suicide. Then he was upbeat. He was hearing that he had a deal. He was going to be getting out. He was going to turn to the Justice Department. He was going to go ahead and destroy the Clintons. And man, the money flowed. The special, and you know, they're like, hey, we can't get the regular guards to do it. And they, so they turn off all the default protections. They bring in the special guys. Or somebody else went in. There was wailing and screaming. They were able to get out of the jail. So everybody was asleep. The lights were off. And then other, and then the guards found him. That's the only way where the door opens. No, ah, please, ah. I don't want to scream in the hotel. They'll send security here. People come to screams and then breathe, Alex, breathe, or breathe, Epstein. This is completely beyond Hollywood. The wheels have come off. The deep state isn't as slick as it used to be because it's not in full control. This was a total kamikaze suicide mission sent in there by people I guarantee you they already had massive dirt on, who they already had control of. And Epstein was told, oh, you're getting out, buddy. But yeah, he was getting out feet first. And that's why I told people this earlier this week. I said, listen, dead men tell no tales. And I said, they want to send a message to everybody else. I believe he's dead. All this stuff about, oh, look, this photo looks the same as him standing up as it looks at him on the stretcher. Yeah, it's the same, it's the same guy. It's his, it's his face. Jeffrey Epstein is as dead as a doornail. 
He's as dead as pirate ships from 500 years ago at the bottom of the Atlantic Ocean. He's as, he's as extinct as Tyrannosaurus Rex and, 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 and the Easter Bunny. Okay? I know the Easter Bunny isn't real, folks. It's a joke. He's gone. He's dead and gone. And here's the thing, though. All the other witnesses now are going to understand. You start trying to plea bargain with Trump, we've got people in the Justice Department, and we've got people in every federal jail and prison. And we'll kill you in front of everybody, and the whole corporate media will go along with us and help cover that up. But you go to DrudgeReport.com, Gateway Pundit, and you read the list of inconsistencies. I read this this morning. I can think of some that they don't even have listed. By the way, they've done a better list than I did. So I'm saying the, the inconsistencies are so monumental, are so massive, that I can't even go over all of them. Uh, but uh, coming up second hour, we're going to go through all of these. We've also posted a link to this on Infowars.com and Newswars.com. But remember, one of the main reasons they took me off air last year, took us off all the platforms, was because they said I was saying the Clintons were involved in sex rings to blackmail people. And they diverted off on that pizza place, which the media made a big deal on, that we did go focus on. We took the bait. But they, like a mockingbird, will act like its wings broken when you get close to its nest, so you go over to it instead of the nest. But it was spirit cooking. It was the uh, all of the Aleister Crowley stuff with the Clintons, with John Podesta, with Tony Podesta, with the whole UN, the whole history. It is in incredible how out of control all this is when we come back we've got the big whistleblower on with us please remember we're listener supported we want to thank all the listeners for your financial support you get high quality fluoride free toothpaste super blue you get the great grill oil that's back in stock you get the great nootropic turbo force the great wake of america coffee and so much more at infowarsstore.com thank you When you have a pain in the neck, a real pain in the neck, back, shoulder, or legs, you now have two convenient choices to get fast relief without taking another pill. Because now, Sunny Bay heating wraps and pillows are available at both Amazon and Walmart. Yes. See Sunny Bay's four and a half to five star customer reviews on Amazon.com or Walmart.com. Our microwavable heat wraps, heatable neck pillows, and extra large body wraps are designed better for perfect support where and when you need it. Even while driving, Sunny Bay wraps will not burn and stay balanced to provide soothing hot or cold therapy to help treat temporary or chronic pain. And the best part, Sunny Bay quality products start at under $20. Join thousands of happy customers and see why Sunny Bay products have a lifetime 100% positive rating on both Amazon and Etsy. It's easy. Click Amazon or Walmart and search today for Sunny Bay. Hunters, anglers, campers, and survivalists. Get back to nature. Expand your horizons with the highest quality, most versatile, unique slingshots and slingbows on the market at slingbow.com. Slingbow products are compact and models start from just $17.98. They're perfect for your bug out bag or storing in your vehicle. Give yourself and your loved ones the excitement and tradition of Slingbow, a new frontier in archery and truly modern twist on this primitive survival tool. Feel the thrill only at slingbow.com. Hi, I'm Dan Pilla. I started fighting the IRS over 40 years ago when they tried to seize my mother's house. I sued the IRS and won. I beat the IRS then, and I've been beating them ever since. I wrote the book on tax debt settlement, and I've helped thousands of people deal with tax problems they thought might never be solved. I can help you too. If you owe taxes you can't pay, don't wait another day. There's no such thing as a hopeless tax case. Call 800-34-NO-TAX or go to my website, danpilla.com. That's danpilla.com. 
danpilla.com. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Voorhees is about to be interviewed by Owen Schroyer because Owen has had time to go over these documents, go over the Project Veritas uh, reports, and so he'll be conducting the main interview. I'll have a few more questions at the end, but this is a major Google engineer who's going public, unlike others that have just leaked. Uh, he is a hero, and this is the first time I know of we've had a Google engineer on live. So he'll be with us for the next uh, 40 minutes or so until the end of the hour. And so from our main studios, Owen Schroyer takes over the interview. Owen. Well, Zach, thank you for joining us today. These are incredible times, incredible history that we're living. And I know that that is what led you to release these documents. But before we get into that, I want to do a brief history into your time at Google. You've been at Google for six years, correct? Uh, Actually, eight Eight years. And when you started at Google, what was your position and where did you finish? So uh, I started as a junior engineer and then I uh, got promoted twice. uh, And when I left Google, I was a senior software engineer. So this allowed you special access to the algorithms and the codes that Google was using for their search engine optimization and that they would also use on some of their sub platforms like YouTube, correct? Yeah, a common question people ask me is, what kind of special access did I have? And one of the things I just want to state for the record is that these were documents that were available uh, to any full-time employee on the internal public internet. So they made these documents available for anyone to see, but then when you released them, they panicked and they called the police on you, correct? Yeah, so... Google has been scrubbing the inside of their uh, corporate internet. Um, I started to become aware of these documents uh, in 2017, and I just started like grabbing them, and then you know finding keywords and and being and that led me to other documents that I was then able to grab. And so I just started collecting this treasure trove of documents that was showing in clear intention to uh, unduly influence the election and uh, other nefarious things. Now, you said you started collecting these documents in 2017. When do you think this sort of pattern of behavior at Google of manipulating search results for a political agenda, when do you think that started? Um, It started in 2016, uh, right after Donald Trump got elected. The company did a full 180 and started to communicate their intentions to sort of break away from their mission statements to the employees of the company. Now, how clear were they with you and the rest of their employees that from now on Google was basically operating as a political wing that was favoring one side of the aisle? In this case, it would be the Democrat Party, but it could be anybody. When did they decide that this was going to be their mission and did they make that clear to their employees? Well, you know, there's a misconception that Google is trying to just censor the right. They're trying to censor the left. Um, today, I just made a post uh, to Toby Gabbard's uh, attorney uh, 
describing that uh, I know how um, people can take down accounts because I saw them take down Jordan B. Peterson's account. And the information for that is still located inside of Google's internal bug database under Jordan B. Peterson. So you've put out an open letter to Tulsi Gabbard's attorney saying you know what it looks like to be taken down. Tulsi Gabbard sued Google for, I believe, $57 million for the interference they ran during her or her ad campaign on Google during the presidential debates. What kind of information can she look at or get access to to prove that Google actively made sure to keep her down during the presidential debate? Yeah, that's a good question. So, you know, the challenge for these attorneys is that they don't have, like, um, knowledge of how Google's internal system works. And so that discovery process can be really challenging. And so uh, what I did is I used my 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 knowledge on um, how they took down Jordan B. Peterson to give them instructions on how to do discovery. So uh, they'll be able to, to see, uh, you know, that bug. And I described to them how, how, how these malicious third-party actors were able to exploit uh, previously unknown vulnerabilities to Google in order to uh, trigger their AI to take down um, their uh, uh, Jordan's uh, email address. Um, in, in this sense, I'm kind of testifying as an expert witness inside the system. And if you'd like, I would, I would love to tell you how they were able to take down Jordan B. Peterson. In fact, let's actually go specifically with the Jordan B. Peterson uh, example. Uh, Talk about exactly what they do inside internally with the engineers and the softwares and the algorithms to remove somebody like Jordan Peterson. So what happens is that there is a... Uh, there's a group of people, and what they do is that they get the target's address. So I'm not going to say Jordan Peterson's uh, email address on, on air, but let's just say that the, the, um, his email address is XYZ. And so um, uh, this third party will go and change one of the letters, right? So instead of XYZ, it'll be XYY at gmail.com. And they repeat this process, and they create this network of spam accounts that then push out spam to um, other users, and this triggers the AI system to flag um, the, the, the spam accounts and bring them down. But surprisingly, it also brings down the original person's account. And so the original person, they go dark. Their accounts go down. Google tells them that the account's down for suspicious activity, and then um, they have no way of, of having any recourse because... Google's not going to share their information. They're not going to share like what's going on, and they're they're hiding it. And so uh, people on the inside, we can see this kind of stuff. And um, and so um, and so this is how they're doing it. And I've never seen Google really address this problem. Um, the exploit, as far as I know, still exists, um, and it's something that needs to be investigated. Um, in fact, I think that Google is actually purposely leaving this vulnerability open just so that they can claim plausible deniability um, and, not, and say, well, it wasn't us. And they're technically not taking down. It's these malicious third parties that are taking it down. So it sounds to me whether or not you could, you could say Google is involved or not, it sounds to me people are doing an end around of censorship, loading up the network with a bunch of false accounts. In this example, Jordan B. Peterson. So you've got Jordan B. Peterson, but then Jordan B. Peterson's, Jordan B. Peterson's, Jordan B. Peterson's, and then it just bogs it all down and it turns all of it into spam, including the real Jordan B. Peterson. But but you're yes. saying this is mostly done by third parties, but you think maybe Google turns a blind eye? 
Yes, that's exactly what's happening. Google's turning a blind eye and allowing these malicious third-party hackers to hack the system. And so, you know, it started with, you know, Jordan B. Peterson. And now what we're seeing is, you know, it's evolved into, you know, election interference. Uh, Tulsi Gabbard has an ad account. And after uh, she did the um, first Democratic debate, uh, everybody, you know, swarmed to Google search to try to find information on Tulsi Gabbard. Well, Tulsi Gabbard's ad account went down and it went down the same way that uh, Jordan B. Peterson's account was going down, you know, for suspicious activity. So during the surge, um, she's not able to uh, utilize all the keywords that she's purchased. And so uh, her opponents can can still buy her keywords. And as a result, uh, users traffic gets redirected towards establishment players. So let's let's focus on that on the other side and, and let's highlight how this is something that's so important because during the presidential debates is when most of the traffic is on Google for people searching for information. So they go on there, they search Tulsi Gabbard, they don't find anything. That's because Tulsi Gabbard has been removed by Google. It's been marked as spam. We've got the whistleblower on with a sack for We'll get into it on the other side of this break. If you are trying to quit drinking or doing too many drugs, listen to me. You don't know me and we'll never meet. I had a problem like you once. I drank and used to party a little too much till it got out of control and almost ruined my life. I realized I needed help to fix my problem before it totally destroyed me. If you've tried to fix your drinking and drug problem and you know you can't do it alone, you need to call the National Treatment Advisors. They'll immerse you into a 30-day program to replace your old habits with new habits and totally change your life. And if you have PPO private health insurance, the entire program may be covered. Fix your problem right now before it gets any worse. Get clean. Call now and learn more. 800-506-6740. 800-506-6740. That's 800-506-6740. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. viewing Zach Voorhees, who is in San Francisco. I'm about to turn it back over to them, and then I'll be back live with Owen uh, in the next hour. But you have to understand, he's talking from his perspective, which was high level in the engineering department, able to see these documents, and, and Congress has been lied to. But classically, just like motorcycle gangs like Hell's Angels will use what they call puppet organizations to carry out their crimes for them, that's what you're hearing. We got secret documents thanks to Mike Cernovich last year, which Google admitted were real, where they were hiring outside contractors, paying them millions of dollars to go in manually and downvote us and, and spam using my name to then say InfoWars was not real news. <clears throat> That's exactly what he was just getting at. And make one more point, then turn it back over to the live interview and understand how much courage uh, Mr. Voorhees has. You expand on that. The Southern Poverty Law Center, Media Matters, and others, they hired over 100,000 people trained by them to be brought into Google, who then on their outside time are given these exploits and then go in and do it, and then Google has the plausible deniability. This is criminal racketeering in my view. So I'd like Owen to take over, ask these key questions. We'll show some of these articles 
and then I'd also like to get into what he thinks Congress should do. But what he's saying is so central. Uh, Tulsi Gabbard is beautiful, smart, a real liberal. I, I really like her. She polls the best, so they bury her. Just like Bernie Sanders was polling better than Hillary, so they buried him. This is what they're able to do. And when he says this is about the left and right being censored, he's absolutely correct. They're going to try to make this partisan. He's right. These big giants, these big tech giants want total control. They're working with China to suppress their own liberal movements. So back to Owen Schroyer and this incredible uh, Google whistleblower. We're top linked on DrudgeReport.com. History's happening. Please share the link. Back to uh, our guest. So I want to get into two things with you now, Zach. One is exactly what they did specifically to keep Tulsi Gabbard from trending in Google search results and to keep her ad campaign from showing up during the presidential debate. And then I want to talk, I want to talk about the other thing that Google does, or if they are aware of this going on, we got the internal documents that they are hiring people, but they use other groups out there to go flag a bunch of things. And they say, Oh, we just have curated content where the end user flags hate speech or abusive behavior. Well, they don't actually check that. They just look at the, the flaggings and say, oh, that's a flag, you're banned. We banned Alex Jones, we banned you. So let's talk about that. But first, get into the specifics of what, what Tulsi Gabbard's attorneys need to know about what Google did to keep her from trending and from showing up with her ads during the Democrat presidential debate. Right. So uh, I want to clarify that I don't have direct knowledge on how exactly Tulsi Gabbard got down. All I know is that it matches the pattern that it took on how Jordan B. Peterson was taken down. And that's just to and, spam Tulsi out of existence. Yeah. And there's been other people that have been taken out using this uh, method of attack. And it actually constitutes a family of attacks where there are these vulnerabilities that Google is allowing third parties to exploit in order to take down uh, targets that they want to take out. So let's talk about this other angle, which is a bunch of people going in and flagging groups consciously doing this to flag people they don't like, like for, say, Alex Jones. Does Google yeah. know that this is going on? How, how aware is Google that groups of people consciously go flag people they don't like for abusive behavior or hate speech, and then the AI ends up censoring those people based on the numbers that they have in the algorithm for the number of flaggings it takes to do so. How aware is Google that that is going on? I mean, we're aware of it, as anyone who investigates it sees that that's happening, and you don't need to be an insider to know that uh, 5,000 downvotes on a video that appear in the span of 30 seconds is not normal, Right. And so the data on this is pretty clear that there is gamification of the system by automated systems um, that uh, other people are using to control. And, uh, you know, all that data is being claimed as a trade secret. And so because it can't be audited, um, there is the pliable deniability, plausible deniability of calling anybody who, who says that a conspiracy theory theorist. So what, I mean, because I'm trying to think, are they trying to just act incompetent? You obviously saw what was going on. You collected the documents, you released them so that the people know what's going on. But when you brought this to other executives or perhaps superiors at Google saying, hey, look what they're doing to try to stop people's voices from being heard. This AI algorithm isn't working fairly. We have these groups going out and flagging things that they shouldn't be flagging. What was the response? 
Uh, I got reprimanded <clears throat> for trying to bring this, you know, to attention. So, um, you know, it was it was literally setting me down and saying, um, you've you've been too outspoken, and this is going to reflect negatively on your next performance review. I mean, that sounds um, like Big Brother to me. It is, and then they don't follow through. It's a bluff, right? Because they just want to shut you up, but they don't want any record that they're retaliate at retaliating uh, for political based speech, and so. Uh, there's really no outlet for people to go to try to fix the system because the system is not broken by accident. It's being broken purposely. Well, we've had now three whistleblowers go to Google. We've had, or excuse me, Google whistleblowers go to Project Veritas. We've had mm-hmm. undercover video from Project Veritas exposing Google. We've had Sundar Pichai perjure himself, in my opinion, under Perjure oath. himself in front of Congress, yes. So, so you've witnessed this. You've seen this all. You know what's going on. What do you think about the fact that uh, you had Sundar Pichai perjure himself and there hasn't been any action yet, even though we know that's the case? I mean, well, this is the reason why I'm coming forward is because, you know, as an insider, I can see that the executives um, have um, no allegiance to the truth uh, and that not even bringing them under oath uh, is a strong enough um, uh, method to uh, have them tell the truth. And the thing is, is that they're not just lying to the Congress people. They're not just lying to the American people. They're lying to their stockholders because they're telling their stockholders that they're not doing this. They don't have any ideological bias. And it's, it's absurd to think that they don't. I mean, you know, how many, how many times can they fool us before we wake up and we say, no, this is something that's deliberate and this is something that's dark and this is something that needs to be exposed to the light. Is Sundar Pichai, is he really the head of Google or is he just a front man in your opinion? Um, it's difficult with these people. Like a, a lot of these CEOs seem to be figureheads. And, well, I asked you know, that because they, he seemed very aloof during his congressional testimony. Yeah, and the thing is, is that how does, you know, if, if, if he's being honest, how, does, how is he in that role? Because he just seems so incompetent, you know, when they can't answer the questions. But it's not incompetence, it's, it's deception. They don't want, they're, they're dancing around the truth. And I actually feel bad for these executives. Like, they're under control. They can't, they're not free to say what the truth is. They have to, to play a very careful dance uh, between uh, what their investors want, what a certain group of investors want to have disclosed to the rest of the public. Well, and coming up, you got one more segment. Coming up, let's talk about what you think Congress and the president should do about this and then, and then uh, comment on the weight that's been lifted off your soul. But talk about what you were just saying. Other executives, how many other people at Google are like you and how much pressure are there on executives not to come forward right now? Do you think there's about to be a, a waterfront or are they still intimidated by um, you know, powerful forces? So um, there's this weird culture in Google. It's, they're trying to like install this monoculture. And yes, there are people, there's, there's kind of a patriot network inside of Google, but they're afraid to come out. And some of it, you know, some of, the, some of that extends all the way into the executive class. Um, and so the thing is, is that I felt that if I came forward, that I would galvanize other people by, by paving a path of disclosure uh, for these documents so that people can come forward and uh, say their opinion without violating the uh, the NDA. We've got one more segment with Google whistleblower Zach Voorhees. First of all, I want to thank Project Veritas for putting your story out there. I want to thank you, Zach Voorhees, for having the courage to come forward, and hopefully others will follow. I want to thank 
InfoWars audience for making sure that we still have this platform despite Google trying to shut us down. This is amazing. I want to thank Drudge for linking to this so we can amplify this story. The world needs to know. America needs to know. Google is trying to manipulate U.S. elections and potentially committing treason. More on the other side with the whistleblower. The globalists are hyper-competitive scientific dictators. They are technocrats. They are control freaks in their own words. And they believe allowing you to live your own life and make your own decisions gets in the way of their great destiny to merge with AI gods. Now, we're fighting them hard in cyberspace. We're fighting them hard right here in the third dimension. But one of the biggest places that we neglect to forget that we've really got a lot of control in our lives is our bodies. If I wasn't taking the highest quality supplements from InfoWarsLife.com, I couldn't do it. That's why we decided to take our original Secret 12 that was incredibly high quality medical bottleman and double the strength of it in a new formula, Ultra 12. Ultra 12 is undoubtedly the strongest, highest quality B12 over-the-counter that you're going to find anywhere. It is amazing. Experience pure methocobalamin B12 for yourself and fund the second American revolution against the tyrants at InfoWarsStore.com, InfoWarsLife.com, or 888-253-3139. I talk about this on the air, and I I know it sinks into people, but I've decided that we're going to kind of reboot all our supplements in that if you go back five, six years ago, before all the censorship and attacks and fake lawsuits and the rest of it, I would talk about how great the products are and how they were the best and why they were, and I'd have doctors on and experts to explain why they were so good. And instead, the last few years, I'm like, hey, we need to really support us or they'll shut us down. The biggest thing people like to buy is supplements because they know how great they are and how wonderful they were. And the left always has headlines everywhere. Jones sells unapproved supplements that he claims are supplements. No, under federal law since 1996, you can't say that a supplement has been through the FDA because they have no jurisdiction and won't look at it. But then they say you've got to say it's not approved by them. And all drugs are is the system trying to tweak what's in Mother Nature and manipulate it and do different things. And a lot of drugs work great. They have side effects, not with Mother Nature, but Big Pharma doesn't want you knowing about God's medicine chest. Infowarstore.com or triple eight two five three three one three nine. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. You're listening to the Alex Jones Show. Ladies and gentlemen, this isn't a Netflix drama show. This isn't a Law & Order TV program. This is not a movie. This is not a drill. This is not fiction. This is reality. You have a major Google engineer backing up what the other engineers have said, what the documents have shown, and talking about perjury before Congress. Well, I'm going to turn this over again to Owen Schroyer in Austin, Texas, to finish up this amazing interview. But pray and support this, this this individual and others to come forward. You heard him say he hopes to blaze a path to get others to have the courage. That's leadership. So, Zach Voorhees, we salute you. And I'll say this. It's all of our birthright, black, white, old, young, gay, straight, from whether you're from San Francisco, New York City, or Austin, Texas, or Des Moines, Iowa. We're all having our birthright stolen right now. We're seeing election meddling, and it's time to admit it and to realize we've seen a giant backdoor power grab. They didn't come like an enemy from over the horizon. They came from inside and they came through cyberspace. Our republic, our constitutional little d democracy has been hacked. And please remember, without your financial support, we wouldn't have withstood this 
withering storm of censorship, attacks, and lies. We have the new World Awakens mega sale, Globalist House of Cards collapsing end of summer super sale. It's the big, giant, 50 to 60% off, store-wide free shipping, double Patriot points, but only on 50-something items, not on every item, because a bunch of these are very close to selling out. But whether it's Ultimate Krill Oil, Body Turmeric, uh, Brain Force Plus, Knockout Sleep Aid, Turbo Force, eight-pack power stack. It's all 50 to 60% off, and your purchases make it all possible here. But an incredible time to be alive, an incredible time to be making history together and standing up and seeing the good guys wake up and to see us coming back from zero to basically tying the globalists right now for a football analogy. So back to Owen Schroyer and Zach Voorhees. Once again, Zach, thank you for joining us. I want to get into Google's ability to rig and manipulate U.S. elections where we have congressmen and media crying Russia interference, this interference, talking about election integrity. Do you think Google is the biggest threat to U.S. elections? Um, I think that, um, you know, if you want to look at the biggest threat, it's Google together with Facebook, together with Twitter. They form this, um, this echo chamber. Uh, in which if they want to apply their the control of narratives, then what they're going to do is they're going to uh, press down the voices that they don't want, and they're going to boost up the voices that they do. And InfoWars has been sort of the, uh, the main victim in this, uh, and it's clear that as uh, if, if your audience looks through the disclosure list hosted at projectveritas.com, they're going to see InfoWars pop up in numerous blacklists that have been disclosed. Now, do you actually have information from people inside Facebook or Twitter that they're doing the same thing Google is doing to censor voices like Alex Jones? Yeah, in fact, it's been disclosed with Project Veritas. Uh, There was a leaker from Facebook and there was a leaker from Pinterest who came out and disclosed that, uh, you know, people in the influencer networks are being, you know, uh, nefariously... Uh, blacklisted uh, within these companies. And I understand it's the same pattern that's being applied to Google is the same pattern that's being applied to Facebook, which is the same pattern that's being applied to Pinterest. Um, You know, Project Veritas did an undercover sting operation with the Twitter folks. And what these people say when, you know, they don't think that the cameras are rolling is pretty insane. You know, they they think that um, if you love guns, if you, you know, enjoy your first amendment rights that uh, you're a Russian bot, you know, and, and when I tell people that they ha- they're skeptical, but that's literally what was on the video. What do you think this does knowing what these big tech companies do and the power they have? What do you think this does to us election integrity? I mean, election U S election integrity goes out the window. If, um, the voices on the left and voices on the right um, can't uh, can't have a voice, you know. And you know, Google's mission statement is to organize the world's information and make it universally accessible uh, and useful. You know, when Infowar when Infowars was taking was taken offline, was that making information universally accessible and useful? No, it wasn't. You know, when um, other news sites are taking off the index, is that making information universally accessible? And no, it's not. So they're clearly violating their contract, their social contract that they've given to um, to the American people and to their investors. And I'm specifically talking about Google here because when they went IPO, 
on their initial public offering, they had a constitution that they said that they would not violate. And the first one was do no evil. The second one was, uh, you know, organize the world's information. And they're violating that, that, that mandate. And they're lying to Congress under oath that they're violating that, that thing by, by giving the veal the deception that they're still following it and that they're not politically uh, biased. What do you think comes next in this disclosure of what Google is doing to manipulate U.S. elections? And what would you like to say to the Google executives that are engaging in this? Yeah, well, something something quite amazing is happening right now. Like, there's been a huge document dump. I've released over 950 pages, and right now there is a crowd um, raid. Uh, there are a bunch of users. They they're they're uh, looking at these documents. They're digesting them and they're posting the content of them onto Twitter for us all to see. And so, you know, one of the things I want to uh, invite for your audience is to come online. You know, go to Project Veritas. Uh, see their, their, their disclosure. They've, they've posted a link to all of these documents. I'm asking your audience to download the everything.zip file and just go to town. And the thing is, is that whatever you think Google's doing, I promise you it's way, way worse. And, you know, I see the reaction online and everyone, everyone's like, you know, WTF, WTF. And I'm like, yes, everyone is now seeing what I've seen uh, privately. Uh, and, you know, we're finally having the exposure of light uh, into the darkness, and uh, and people are finally understanding what's really going on in America. Yeah, I mean, this is like finding out the NFL has been telling referees to favor a certain team every year, and they keep winning the Super Bowl. That's what this is, but they're doing it with U.S. elections. So what would you like to say, though, to the Google executives that are engaged in this right now, as you're saying that they, some of them that have testified are guilty of perjury? Uh, what I have to say to the executives is that um, your days of deception um, are, are limited. Um, we are all paying attention to the things that you're saying. And um, whatever you say um, is going to be uh, audited at some point in the future. And you're going to be held to account to lying to the American public because it's not just about corporate profits. You've entered into the dangerous territory of a national security issue. You are now exposing yourself as a national security threat. Um, you're hosting your AI Manhattan Project in a foreign country. Meanwhile, you're using deception in order to cancel contracts with uh, the United States military. So, you know, who is it that you're working for? Uh, why are you beholden to them? And have you been infiltrated so thoroughly by foreign actors that you're now taking this position because you're afraid of the retribution of this infiltration. Now, you said something interesting, a Manhattan AI project that they've moved to a foreign country. Are you talking about China? Yes, I am. And what is that project that you would say is the AI equivalent of a Manhattan project, which was, of course, the atom bomb? So the equivalent that Google's working on is called DeepMind. And if people use that keyword, they can search for it right now um, and... Uh, they can find uh, they, they've been pretty public about all that information about DeepMind, but um, Google has been trying to um, deceive the public by um, creating a fake AI project called Dragonfly. And um, you know they were telling the public that Dragonfly was their censorship weapon, and and they were and everyone was like, oh, uh, what's up with Dragonfly? And they're trying to find information, but no information existed because it was a fake project. 
And you'll know that it's a fake project because right after I disclosed ML Fairness, which is the real you know, AI censorship project, uh, Google then decided that, okay, well, the ruse is over. We're just going to you know, officially terminate the Dragonfly project. And that happened in July. What do you know about the DeepMind product project that they're doing in China? Have they been testing this? Have they, have they done any sort of form of seeing if it truly is artificially intelligent? Have they done, let's say, human testing? Uh, I don't know. Uh, that's it's probably like top secret for the company. Uh, the person that seems to know most about this is uh, Peter Thiel. Uh, he wrote an article in the New York Times a week ago um, accusing Google of treason and asking for um, an investigation into Google's activities with uh, China. So um, I'm going to direct your audience to, to you know, search that direction uh, for, um, you know, the accusations of, of what Google is doing with China, with their, with their AI Manhattan project called DeepMind. This is incredible. If you can stick around for five more minutes, we'd love to have you. Zach Voorhees, Google executive whistleblower, huge document dump. This kind of stuff changes the world. I'd like to know, what is it like knowing that Google pretty much can just follow you anywhere you go, spy on you, listen to you? Does that scare you? Without your support, we won't be here. And I couldn't thank you all enough for the fact that you've kept us in the game. I mean, I want to stay in this game. I want to take the globalist on. Total transparency is our whole operation. If I bring in $35 million, half of that's the cost of the products because we don't mark stuff up that much. I don't care if I'm not making money, but you need to buy the products. We got coffee. We got fish oil. We got turmeric. We got great toothpaste. We've got great things like DNA Force Plus. But Ultimate Krill Oil has been sold out for four months. For whatever reason, this became the most popular fish oil. It's totally full of the bottle, and it is the strongest strongest, purest krill oil, and it cost us three times more because we have it put through the expensive laboratory process to remove mercury. Any type of krill oil you get that doesn't give you fish burps, which I don't like, but gives you all the great benefits, isn't real. It's been boiled, it's been ruined, it's been homogenized. This is not it. This, ladies and gentlemen, is the highest quality krill oil you're going to find anywhere. Real krill oil, folks, is red. It's not yellow, it's not milky. This is nothing but krill oil. Waging war on corruption. It's Alex Jones coming to you live from the front lines of the Infowar. The global awakening is incredible. There are fires lighting in the minds of men and women everywhere of the deception. Zach Voorhees is, is just the archetype of the hero taking action, the trailblazer with the intent to tell the truth. The whole house of cards is coming down. You can smell it. You can see it. Uh, but Google and the other big tech are just pushing more racial division, more collapse of society. A few final questions for Zach Voorhees, who will get a lot of heat for this. But people understand now the good guys get the heat. There's a real turning point we've reached. We are now getting the upper hand against evil. But this is so historic. I wanted Owen just to ask a few final questions, and then I'm coming back in the next segment with my own comments. But um, I think the central point here is if Trump doesn't act and act very strategically now, and if Congress doesn't act, and the people don't act in a peaceful way, then there's no limit because Owen was bringing up all the spying by big tech, uh, Facebook listening to in your house and transcribing it and selling it to people, and then lying to Congress about it. These people are out of control. They are the new axis of evil threat like Hitler and Mussolini were. I mean, I'm sorry. They are beyond that in their power. So Owen, final questions for Zach. Well, Zach, I want to ask you point blank right now, because not only are 
probably the executives of Google tuned in right now listening to what you have to say, but my guess is that the White House is listening very closely as well. So as a Google executive that's been with Google for nearly 10 years, you've been in the meetings, you've seen the internal memos, you've released the documents. Do you believe that Google, as an entity, a powerful entity that it is, will do anything and everything they can to keep Donald Trump from winning the 2020 presidential election? Every single time I thought that Google would have some limit, some line that they wouldn't like pass, they blew past it. And I want to tell you a story about a breaking point that I had, which was um, in uh, 2017, um, Trump made a tweet that included Arabic after he came back from Saudi Arabia. And um, Google uh, deleted a word out of the Arabic translation dictionary in order to make the Trump tweet become nonsense. Explain that a little more in detail. You're saying I caught Google deleting words out of their Arabic translation dictionary to make Trump tweets sound crazy. So you're saying they want people in, let's say, Saudi Arabia to see Trump's tweets, but get a different translation than what it actually was. Okay, so Trump came back from Saudi Arabia and he has made a tweet and it was something like the news is fake. uh, Kefefe. Well, kefefe was a word that existed in the Arabic to English translation dictionary. Google deleted that because the New York Times made an article arguing that the word didn't make any sense. And so they went through, they created a design document. Um, I think this was um, uh, uh, June 1st, 2017, saying we need to uh, get rid of this word because it doesn't make any sense. And uh, it's, a, it's an error that we're translating it into an English equivalent. So they, they created this design duck, and then they, they created this um, bug feature so that, you know, you can track the engineers as they make progress towards their goal. And, uh, you know, Owen, not only did they have to delete it once, they actually had to delete it twice because the AI was smart enough that it was able to translate the word through a different path. So in this log, you can see the engineers going through and saying, oh, wait, we're, we've deleted it, but it's still appearing. Why is this? And then they go through the resolution. Yep, there it is, the Kefefe Easter egg. Um, and they deleted it off the internet. And, um, and then everybody, and then shortly thereafter, um, there was an attempt to invoke the 25th Amendment against the President of the United States by saying that he was crazy because he was tweeting nonsense. But the nonsense was after the fact. Wow. And so that was your breaking point where you realized, yes, Google will do anything to stop yeah, President was, Trump. That, that uh, let's get a final. Up. Thank you so much, Zachary Voorhees, hero whistleblower, Google executive, Alex Jones, final statement. That man needs to testify to Congress along with uh, a professor, uh, Epstein, Robert Epstein and others. This is huge. This is a giant scandal. Coming up, my interview with Stephen Crowder when he interviewed me yesterday. Then we'll be back live with so much more. Stay with us. History's happening. And thank you to the whistleblower. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. You found it, the tip of the spear. It is the Alex Jones Show with Owen Troyer. Thanks to this audience shopping at InfoWarsStore.com, we were just able to have a groundbreaking interview that will be seen millions of times, even though 
YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Google all wanted it to never be seen. They wanted us shut down. Thanks to your support at InfoWarsStore.com, we are still here. Now, Alex Jones did an interview with Steven Crowder. It was very powerful, very informative, and fun. Here is how it went. Well, we have a ton to talk about. Uh, but I, first off, I want to say, I don't know that that's true about anyone mentioning because you were on one of the Change My Minds. We ran some of that, and we've had you on since. Yeah. And I don't think YouTube is banned. I mean, I, it, maybe nope. we're just fortunate. But um, yeah. obviously, I know that they've been after you, and you've been public enemy number one with them. But we don't really care. Um, I mean, we care for sure, you, but we Facebook. don't really care what they it's do. It's Facebook. Oh. It's Facebook that's been doing the total blackout. And sure, they let me get on Joe Rogan. He talked to YouTube before. They said fine. Because you're big enough, you're respected enough. But a lot of the smaller shows uh, and things that I've gone on have have gotten strikes because they don't have a big enough name. Take the guy that uh, uploaded the video uh, of uh, Chris Cuomo blowing up at uh, in uh, New York. Well, they took his video down till there was an outcry. They put the video back up. So I think it's because you've got enough clout and a big fan base that supports you that you're still here, my friend. I mean, as you know, they've been working around the clock to take you off. Yes, I do. I I don't know about clout or respect. Fan base, I appreciate. But (laughs) I'm certainly not respected in the halls of Google. They've they've made that no secret. Before we get into I want to talk about Epstein, because obviously this this seems like I said, said, well, we want to get Mr. Jones on. But um, what's your take on on uh, Chris Cuomo and Fredo? First off, do you believe that Fredo is as bad as the N-word to Italians? I'm not sold. Well, I mean, in fact, I interviewed uh, the fellow that was given the video. It's called uh, That's the Point with Brandon. And he was given the video by a very wealthy individual, very wealthy family. It turns out is Italian uh, and uh, just called the guy Fredo because everybody knows that uh, Chris Cuomo is a chump. He's the guy that said the Epstein thing shouldn't be investigated. He's the guy that said if you're uh, read WikiLeaks, you'll go to jail, but I'm allowed to. He's the guy that said if your 11-year-old daughter doesn't want to be in the shower with a transgendered woman with large genitals, large male genitals, that she's bad. Uh, so, Well, wait, well why does the, is is the a, large matter when it comes to transgender genitals? If there are genitals, well, that, that's enough. <laughs> exactly. But expanding on that, this is the guy that's always blowing up at people, always threatening him. And new video has surfaced where he called himself Fredo on TV a decade ago. His dad called him Fredo. So we now know what this means. He's the dumb son compared to his brother, the governor, who's still pretty bad. America's never been that great. It's not going to be great. So uh, this this is my view on it, and I think it's the truth. They've already said anybody that Trump uh, supports, anybody that supports Trump or anybody that wants to keep their guns or anybody that likes capitalism or anybody that's just right of Mao Zedong or V.I. Lenin is a racist— so by logical extension, if somebody says, hey, Fredo, can I take a picture with you? Oh, you just attacked me. I'm an Italian-American with a yeah. CNN show worth tens of millions of dollars. And my brother's the governor and our family's worth hundreds of millions of dollars. You know, I've got white privilege, but because I'm Italian, you just put me down. That's the N-word. So I'm going to throw you down the stairs. I'm going to wreck you. Basically, I'm going to kill you because you dared joke at a public figure. It shows the entitlement of these elites, but now wrapping themselves uh, in this new calculus of all Trump supporters are racist or anyone that disagrees with me is a racist. So they've kind of an alchemy now to, oh, well, don't call me any names because that's racist too. Well, I mean, to be fair, I, I, I think it's poor form to call somebody like, to insult somebody. It was meant to be insulting in front of his wife and kid. Like, I think that there's sort of these rules of engagements but where- It turns out that's not, that's a lie though. His wife and kid weren't there reportedly. Okay, well, either way, if someone, for example, we talk about Sarah Huckabee being out to dinner, like, I don't like Chris Cuomo. I call him the DNC pool boy in chief just because, and by the way, it sounds like his dad's a dick. 
if his dad called him Fredo. Um, It sounds like that guy was setting him up to fail. He was like, what are you setting me up for, Dad? Eh, CNN, primetime? No, I think you're right. We don't want to become Maxine Waters when they're getting gas, harass them, when they're in the grocery store, harass them, when they're at the mall, harass them. I get harassed all the place. So do you. That's why I did that joke bit where I walked up and harassed you as a leftist and you were, you know, kind-hearted not to slug me because you and your dad are both pretty big guys. But, uh, no, I mean, I mean, I think you're right that overall we don't want to become the left. Yeah, exactly. And it, that does not change the fact that he clearly overreacted because I get this kind of stuff all the time and I just say, oh, OK, all right. Yeah. And my, my rule is you can't I can't let you get within arm's length of me if you're being aggressive. That's different. You know, but if someone were to say, hey, I've had people go, hey, Stephen, you're a fag. And OK, whatever. All right. I, I take the good with the bad. Um, OK, so, yeah, Fredo, we get it. Chris Cuomo, not a great guy. I don't think anyone's <laughs> a fan of him. And what's crazy about oh, him is his I ratings are terrible. Like nobody. You know what? Nobody oh. has what I haven't. I don't imagine – I can't say this. I don't want to say it definitively because this could end up being a permabanned. But I don't imagine that anyone has said, you know what I really want to know? What Chris Cuomo thinks about X. <laughs> we have had a lot of people saying, you know what? You should probably get Alex Jones's take uh, on the Epstein saga because he talked about this and predicted it uh, a while ago. Now – to be clear, um, you've talked about sort of this the, the pedophile rings and those in, in power and people who are sexual abuse or, or, or sex trafficking, which we know. I'm using the word pedophile rings, but that's really yeah. what it is. It's a pedophile ring. Let me just give you an open field here. What's your take on the Epstein issue right now? First off, do you think that he uh, committed suicide or was he suicided? And then your thoughts. Okay. Uh, I'm not somebody that thinks he's in the witness protection program. Most people I see online... When they learned that the cameras were turned off, he was moved out of death watch. He was put in a cell by himself. And then voila, uh, you know, the body basically disappears. And now they're saying we can't hear about the autopsy for some time. A lot of folks think that uh, he was basically, again, witness protection program. And because we've been lied to so much, people have a right to think that. People have a right to think he actually committed suicide. People have a right to think that he was murdered. But, But the evidence points towards murder. He had this little black book. He had all this information at his island. Uh, He was reportedly talking about working with the Trump administration and prosecutors. He was a concierge. He was a pimp. And I'll get to that next. But for very powerful big groups, uh, setting up uh, these facilities in New Mexico and the Caribbean and in his huge compound in New York, where people just didn't have sex with underage girls and things. They did all sorts of rituals and drugs and weird eugenics things. And and if people go back to documentaries and reports I've done over the last 10 years, well, really 20, but Epstein's name specifically for 10, I I explain it's a whole cult religion based on transhumanism and eugenics that's then merged with trauma-based mind control and things developed by the CIA and MI6. And and the reason I knew about this was I was told by Ted Gunderson. Well, let me get to that next. Okay. Going well, back me, to what me, I think. Let happened. me ask you this though, real quick, because you mentioned it's a sort of cultish religion. And as a Christian, I believe that people can be serving evil without necessarily knowing it. For example, you know, the greatest we hear the greatest trick Satan ever played is making you believe that he doesn't exist, right? I think he's going to show up in a busty in the form of a busty secretary, yeah. not a creaky coffin. Like most Satanists aren't really worshiping Satan. So when you say that, do you mean they are actually a part of a satanic cult knowingly or it's just hedonism and serving the flesh and being very selfish and so it basically manifests itself as this sort of glorified self-religion that is exactly right and, and if i have the time i mean because anybody that studied history you already know all the answers to this Stephen. i'm not kissing your ass it's true but but just getting back to your first question because i'm already digressing i don't believe he staged his death 
because dead men tell no tales. They want to threaten all the other witnesses to show them we can kill him inside a federal jail in New York City. Nobody can stop us. So let's go to what I really think happened. Okay. We know that all the default protections uh, were turned off. We know that somebody already tried to kill him in the cell. He had told people that. That's come out in the news. So they moved him in with somebody else. Then a few days before, they moved him into a cell by himself. They take him off suicide watch. Uh, then, even though there's a camera over the cell, that malfunctioned. That's now ABC News, NBC News. That's confirmed. Then they tell all the guards that normally every 30 minutes, go by your cell. Don't worry about it. Take off the day early. They go off an hour early. Someone who'd never been a worker at that jail is, this is CBS News today, right. was allowed in to the facility and then reportedly, this is now in CBS News and others are reporting it, that people heard screaming and yelling and, and, and basically begging for his life as people go into his cell. Then they start sh shouting, breathe, 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 uh, Epstein. Now, a lot of people have obviously speculated what's going on here, but everything is turned off. All the emergency defaults are turned off. Then everything is left in the black. The door opens, two guards go in, and then immediately we hear him screaming and yelling are the exact words uh, or that I have uh, written down here uh, was that he was basically begging for his life. When you have a pain in the neck, Ugh. a real pain in the neck, back, shoulder, or legs, you now have two convenient choices to get fast relief without taking another pill. Because now, Sunny Bay heating wraps and pillows are available at both Amazon and Walmart. Yes. See Sunny Bay's four and a half to five star customer reviews on Amazon.com or Walmart.com. Our microwavable heat wraps, heatable neck pillows, and extra large body wraps are designed better for perfect support where and when you need it. Even while driving, Sunny Bay wraps will not burn and stay balanced to provide soothing hot or cold therapy to help treat temporary or chronic pain. And the best part, Sunny Bay quality products start at under $20. Join thousands of happy customers and see why Sunny Bay products have a lifetime 100% positive rating on both Amazon and Etsy. It's easy. Click Amazon or Walmart and search today for Sunny Bay. Heart disease is on the rise. Clogged arteries, high blood pressure, and high cholesterol levels may not be fully detected by you, but the symptoms are there. Loss of energy, blood sugar spikes and drops, poor circulation, and irregular heartbeat are just a few of these that can alert you that something is wrong. Hear how heart and body extract is making a difference in thousands of people's lives across America. My blood pressure has normalized. My diabetes has totally improved. Everyone is telling me now how much healthier I look, and I'm telling everyone how much healthier I feel. I recommend heart and body extract to everyone. Anybody over 40 in the North American continent should be using this product as a preventative to keep their cardiovascular system healthy. Order your two-month supply today by calling 866-295-5305. That's 866-295-5305. Or order online, hbextract.com. Heart and body extract, 866-295-5305. Or hbextract.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Big specials at InfoWarsStore.com. Ladies and gentlemen, up to 60% off 
supplements at InfoWarsStore.com. That's how we are still able to be here. Shop at InfoWarsStore.com today to keep InfoWars on the air tomorrow. Now back to Alex Jones on Louder with Crowder. But because this tranche of 2,000 documents came out from a lawsuit two days before showing all this British royalty, all these big media heads, all these big top Democrats, all these CEOs at Pedophile Island matching the manifest that have come out in federal documents that Dan Bongino and the Secret Service have warned of, saying, you better watch it, Hillary, don't poke the bear. We know you and Bill were on that airplane. Now it's 27 times for Bill alone. So with that whole waterfront going there, these documents come out on a Friday. I actually had the lawyer, Mark Rondaza, on my show last Friday, broke the documents, said what was in them, Next morning, he's dead, and now it's confirmed 4chan had it 38 minutes before that he was dead from hanging. So now there's an investigation of that where 4chan is scooping the New York Times, even in New York City. So the whole thing stinks wow. to heaven, and then it gets but worse. But that's, that's not all that odd. I mean, people online tend to be faster than most mainstream new, uh, news nowadays. You've, you've gotten scoops. We've gotten scoops accidentally. So I don't know that that mm. means foul sure. play. It just means that the New York Times sucks at their job. <laughs> Oh, sure. I wasn't saying that was a foul play. I'm just saying it shows the breakdown of the system. But again, if you look at all the defaults, and there's a whole bunch of them. I I was talking to a constitutional lawyer and and, and criminal and defense lawyer, Robert Barnes, just yesterday about this. And if if you go through all, there's more than 15 things that are defaults that are done with a high-profile person or a suicidal person, like we were told, that were all turned off, all the defaults. And then he told friends they're trying to kill me. They, this is mainstream news. He told people over the telephone, they're trying to kill me. You got to get me out of here. I'm, you know, they're going to kill me. I'm not going to commit suicide. I didn't try to commit suicide. I was attacked in my jail cell. Uh, and so now he's dead. Now, regardless, it gets worse, Stephen, and jump at any time. But there's just well, so I, much I do here. have a question because this is one thing. First off, I've not heard all of the things that you're, you're, you're discussing. We've talked about sort of the five irrefutable facts yesterday, um, and we uploaded it to, to YouTube. And, yes, of course, documents released Friday, dead on a Saturday. Pedophile Island, the guy was got off. If you look at the overtime that was paid from some of these guards at his first stint in prison, you know, it was paid by Epstein himself. Like there's, a, there's a paper trail here that is really bad. That being said, one thing I have not been able to find, and someone can correct you probably know this, was he in solitary confinement was he supposed to be? They, because I, I, it seems like that would be very pertinent information, and I can't yes. find the specifics anywhere. Yes. I mean, if I was able to pull up my phone here, I could dig that out because I've been following this very closely. First, he was a high-profile guy, so they put him in a – they don't call it solitary confinement there, but they call it protective custody. Right. So he's put in a cell. Then he gets put with another person who's, who's reportedly quite a big bull, and uh, this guy uh, is what's being said. There's different reports basically hurting and then he was put on suicide watch because they tried to imply that he tried to commit suicide, though he told friends and family that that was not the case. Right. And then he was by himself in a jail cell, uh, which you're, again, not supposed to be if you're on suicide watch because that increases it. Uh, but then they took him out of the suicide watch area and put him into another cell by himself. And so we're not sure if he had the regular covers and things that are actually made where you could hang yourself when the people on Suicide Watch have the type that are like paper where you can't kill yourself. Right. Hey, and, and I think something that's very relevant is 
You know, listen, intent really matters here, and it would be interesting to see how much information we have regarding Epstein. Was his, was, was his sentiment there, was he enthusiastic about bringing other people down in this ring, saying, listen, I'm, I'm going to burn this whole, this whole ship down with me? Or was he a guy who seemed as though he was hopeless, defeated, and wanted to check out? Because if it's the former, the guy wouldn't commit suicide if you placed a razor blade in his cell because he has a mission to accomplish. If it's the latter, it's totally reasonable. And everything that I've read seems to insinuate that he wasn't looking to kill himself, but I understand that a lot of that is, is, is conjecture. Well, what friends and family have said in a bunch of news articles, it's actual quotes, but the media lies so much, you're right, who knows what's true? It is kind of conjecture in the fake news era of the, of the mainstream media. Right. But they said that he was looking forward to things, he was settling into life, he was, he was happy, uh, and then they spun that and said, oh, well, he fooled him to put him in an area where he could kill himself. But the information from CBS News and others that no, the camera was turned off and that the jail guards go in. One of the jail guards had never worked there before. And, and then they heard howling and screaming and begging and them saying, breathe, uh, Jeffrey Epstein, breathe. You can breathe. Come on. The whole thing is just over the top bizarre. But here's what's even crazier. It's confirmed that in the last few weeks, all these people pulled boats up to uh, the little pedophile island and that they flew the drones around his house and got video of all these Apple computers and hard drives and things in the windows and shots of binoculars and printers. And, you know, because right. people, when they're doing computer work, want to look out on the ocean like I'm doing right now. Days before the FBI raided it a few days ago, all of that got pulled because people were droning it every day. Mm -hmm. So three days before the FBI raids, someone goes in and pulls all the computers and equipment that can be seen through the windows out of the house. So who knew the FBI was coming and who did that? That is another huge area that needs to be investigated. Wow, that is pretty. That, now, is that something, is there like a before and after picture that people can see? There absolutely. There is a before and after. Infowars.com and Newswars.com uh, were some of the first to break it. Drudge Report linked to our article. But it's now uh, out there and uh, been pretty big. And so you can just uh, pull up uh, those uh, those articles for yourself. Yeah, because one thing I noticed was a sort of, I guess, for lack of a better word, temple on his island that people saw. I did notice that when you watched, uh, you saw some of the more recent drone footage, a lot of the pagan iconography had been removed from it, as opposed to if you look at uh, the older ones. And I want to say, was it like a, was it Poseidon or was it Medusa? And then there were these two animal figures, and yeah. they, they were gone yeah, in the more talking. recent ones. You still see that optical illusion of the recessed door. Um, I, I, and it's, it's hard, and this is what I do, right, for a living-ish. I mean, more, I'm a comedian, but I'm going, okay, hold on a second. Is there a time line here as to when this changed and it seems very difficult to find a lot of this info exactly and that's what we're saying is that the timeline of the dome being removed right and then uh the 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 creatures of mythology on top and below and they went oh a hurricane did that but then folks checked the timeline of the last hurricane no in fact a lot of this is recent and so yes the place is being torn apart uh the fbi had people with snorkels out in the water looking but, but then when you pull back big picture, Jeffrey Epstein was a concierge. He was a pimp. He was a handler. We've tracked his whole history. But the reason this is so important is it's like a string on a sweater. You pull that string out on that sweater and the whole thing can unravel. So if you'd like, I can tell folks as specifically or not as specifically uh, as, you're, uh, as you would like. Because even Mark Rondaza, who's been my lawyer off and on, uh, you know, the student got this. He's been on my show and he doesn't even like to read the documents on air, even though it's from lawsuits, from federal documents. <clears throat> it matches up with flight manifestos. 
and other witnesses, but it names a lot of names. And so I think instead of just even naming names, perhaps we should just get into what eyewitnesses said is inside the temple and then sure. other temples around the world and the big picture. Yeah, absolutely. Let's let's do that. And uh, and uh, I mean, we released some of this info yesterday, like the flight manifest. And obviously, I mean, it's you're not naming names if you mentioned Bill Clinton and and Prince Andrew and people like that. Um, I remember what was weird. Was it Kevin Spacey and uh, Matt Groening, Governor Bill Richardson? That but it's a lot that of that surprised figures. me, Governor Bill weird. Richardson, because I just thought of him as sort of an inconsequential governor who you know wasn't really a part of the elite because no one really liked him. Defending the Republic from enemies, foreign and domestic, it's Alex Jones. Hi, I'm Dan Pilla. I started fighting the IRS over 40 years ago when they tried to seize my mother's house. I sued the IRS and won. I beat the IRS then, and I've been beating them ever since. I wrote the book on tax debt settlement, and I've helped thousands of people deal with tax problems they thought might never be solved. I can help you, too. If you owe taxes you can't pay, don't wait another day. There's no such thing as a hopeless tax case. Call 800-34-NO-TAX or go to my website, danpilla.com. That's danpilla.com, danpilla.com. Maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, but soon you'll need a plan and place to survive. Forget bunkers. You're not a live-underground gopher. You need survivalist camps, the ultimate fully functional, off-the-grid mobile survival bug-out house that's well-equipped and custom-built to outlast any other RV or trailer. Bold statement? You bet. See them now at survivalistcamps.com. That's survivalistcamps.com. Trust your family's survival to survivalistcamps.com. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Broadcasting live from the U.N. stronghold, Austin, Texas, you're listening to The Alex Jones Show. And now, your host, Owen Troyer. Well, everybody saw Jeffrey Epstein's death in jail coming. The victims, the lawyers of the victims, anyone in media worth their salt. And then what happened? Jeffrey Epstein found dead in prison cell, apparent suicide. But the forensic analysis has come out. Broken bones in Epstein's neck indicate estrangulation would be the cause of death. So now all of a sudden this opens up a whole new can of worms, a whole new can of questioning, and you have to wonder how Jeffrey Epstein was able to be strangled and murdered in jail in a correctional facility with video surveillance that goes haywire, with guards that are apparently sleeping, with paperwork that apparently they didn't do, with other people present that apparently heard him struggling. But the mainstream media is right there to tell you what. Don't question anything. And if you do question the official narrative of Epstein's suicide, well, you're a conspiracy theorist. And, well, if you're a conspiracy theorist now, they say you're a domestic terrorist. So Epstein committed suicide even though the evidence says broken bones in the neck, he was strangled to death. Here's Alex Jones with Stephen Crowder. 
Right. Well, and then, so before we get into the, the, the specifics, do you think there's a connection? Because we do have to be honest about this full disclosure with President Donald Trump. Do you think there's a connection uh, with President Trump beyond what we already know that, you know, uh, they were friends a long time ago when he kicked him out of Mar-a-Lago, uh, I think, in 2011? Is there anything else going on there? I would. Here's the bottom line. I already vetted Trump early on. And if he had any connection to pedophilia or any connection to child trafficking that the Clintons just have all around them. I mean, it's not just Epstein. You can't swing a stick in the dark and not run into, you know, this head of her foundation convicted of smuggling kids out of Haiti. And now she runs this major, you know, child group and uh, Obama opening the borders up and saying, let kids come across unattended. And then the Senate report admits thousands ended up in sex slavery, hundreds dead Washington post. I mean, that's what's so frustrating here is, Stephen, I'd love to say this is something I broke. This is something that vindicates me. I'm so cool. I'm so incredible. It's like breaking that this pen in my hand is orange. This this has been very well known for decades. It's right. been all over the British news for decades about Prince Andrew and the royals and how they compromise people using this. And so the, Epstein and the Clintons is just a tentacle and an extension of this. So So here's what I did to research Trump. So as I saw him get big, I always thought he was annoying. I'm not into casinos. I'm not into bling, but I get that's his advertising. But as soon as I saw, I liked what he was saying on the stage, I went into research mode. Mm-hmm. And I read Roger Stone's War on Women, uh, 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 Roger Stone's book, Clinton's War on Women. And I already knew most of that about the Clintons. So I thought, okay, this is really accurate. So then I went and researched a lot of the Epstein stuff in there that I already knew was true. There was no Trump connection. Uh, Trump met, was probably with him at 10 or 15 parties while they lived in the same towns. Uh, he was a member of the club. Trump did throw him out, and it turns out, told people, and it was on record, for hitting on an 11-year-old girl yeah. and just being a creepy person that people were complaining about. And Trump's heart was hardly ever even there. And so the media always tries to divert it off onto Trump, like, oh, Donald Trump's best friend, Jeffrey Epstein, there's nothing there. But when you look at the Clintons, it is just incredible what's there. And it goes back to well, it's 27 different little, flights over six visits, as I remember, if I'm not if, if memory serves me correctly. Yes. And they were on a lot of other jets together to well-known sultans that are pedophiles in the Middle East. And if you get into the spirit cooking, uh, the real WikiLeaks stuff, not the fake Pizzagate stuff that the media created and got people diverted off onto and then blamed on me, but the real spirit cooking stuff, real Aleister Crowley stuff. So here's the best place to start. You rightfully explained that most people get recruited by evil because it's a hot secretary or a hot you know, w- woman. And that's actually how most Satanists recruit people. And really all Satanists are is 3,000 year old private intelligence agencies going back to the Middle East where this got written about in scrolls who learn to recruit righteous people with slow corruption. First, have sex with somebody else's wife. Uh, then be corrupt on your taxes. And that's how it begins. But the way it's been described to me, and it's in history books as well, is it circles of corruption. So at the center of the circle, I don't know if you can see that. Yeah, I can see it. But, but at the center... It looks kind of like an everlasting gobstopper when you cut it in half. Yes, yeah. exactly. At the center... You've got really evil control freaks that want to manipulate and control everybody else because they have all the information. They know where the bodies are buried. And then they have people outside of them that they have dirt on who they control, who go out and work for them, just like a mafia. But then they get power and then they go out and manipulate people 
on the outside ring of that. And so it's like any cult, any cult operates, they just expand out from there. So you've got Jeffrey Epstein is in the second ring here. He's not in the ring with the royalty and the Clintons and all the rest of them. I'd say the Clintons got into that final little center area. And you've got all the minions out here that kind of know what's going on. But they just turned a blind eye to kids. They turned a blind eye to cocaine being shipped in, blah, blah, blah. But you see, just like the Mexican mafia will make you go kill a liquor store owner or a rival member of the gang to be in their mafia, or the Crips will make you go kill somebody in the in the bloods, uh, or in La Cosa Nostra, you got to kill at least three or four people, and you've got to carry out a bunch of other crimes, so they have all the dirt on you so they can burn you anytime they want. Well, right. they found that people don't care if you've killed somebody or cheated on your wife the last 50 years. But what they'll really get you for is sex with kids. And so people know that you have to have sex with first underage people. Then you've got to have sex with people that are even younger until you finally go wear a mask at a satanic ritual. And they will usually bring a high-end hooker there and they will poison her. And they'll, they'll say, okay, she's dead. We've got to cover this up. You were all involved. The next level is actually usually shooting somebody. They'll bring somebody in, say, this guy's a criminal. You go up and you shoot him. And you're like, wait a minute. That's in the Born, uh, first Born movie where after he's been mind controlled, he goes and kills the other soldier that, you know, that failed. This is all CIA mind control, ancient mind control. Ancient secret societies are just what we call modern intelligence agencies. To look at the circle, another way to look at it is what they see it as. It's a pyramid, okay? And you've got the group at the top that has the knowledge. Everybody else below it has less and less knowledge. All I did was study history and how these groups actually operate to try to take people to the top of the pyramid. And so now that they're externalizing all of these methods to corrupt the general public, because they're now going from their cult level, getting control, to their final phase, where they try to take full societal cultural control. And that's when these cults from the Aztecs to the ancient Babylonians to the ancient Assyrians to the every ancient culture, the Druids, the, 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 the Visigoths, the Ostrogoths, all went through periods where they would go into a decadent cycle where finally the priest class would emerge with the human sacrifice, emerge with the killing of the virgins, that's children, and externalize it and get the entire tribe to accept so, it. Let me ask so you, psych- are, are you saying you think that Epstein would have been involved with like actual human sacrifices at satanic rituals? Absolutely. And that's what's now coming out. I've been saying this for 10 years. Because we knew about the islands. We knew about it all. They had underground dungeons, underground passages. All the locals that built it said this. They said that boats would pull up at night, not just with high-end girls, you know, that were 16 down to 12, that kind of knew what they were doing or their families had sold into this because Epstein again would go to Romania, Hungary and actually buy girls. That's now confirmed who were, you know, 12 years old, train them and use them as sex ops. But we're talking about poor kids from the Caribbean uh, being brought in on boats at night. And, and see, that's the final level of the top of the pyramid is that just like the Crips or the Bloods want you to kill somebody, the final level of the pyramid in this is killing children and it just came out in Italian newspapers two days ago that other rich elites are getting busted on islands off the coast of Italy where they're doing ritual murder orgies. First, it's sex orgies. First, you go to the island, and you have sex with a bunch of hot hookers. Then it's a 16-year-old. Then it's a 14-year-old. Then it's a 12-year-old. Then, oh, 
this person's talking, we're gonna have to kill him, you're involved, you're gonna have to help us dispose of the body. Without your support, we won't be here. And I couldn't thank you all enough for the fact that you've kept us in the game. I mean, I want to stay in this game. I want to take the globalist on. Total transparency is our whole operation. If I bring in $35 million, half of that's the cost of the products because we don't mark stuff up that much. I don't care if I'm not making money, but you need to buy the products. We got coffee. We got fish oil. We got turmeric. We got great toothpaste. We've got great things like DNA Force Plus. But Ultimate Krill Oil has been sold out for four months. For whatever reason, this became the most popular fish oil. It's totally full of the bottle, and it is the strongest, purest krill oil, and it cost us three times more because we have it put through the expensive laboratory process to remove mercury. Any type of krill oil you get that doesn't give you fish burps, which I don't like but gives you all the great benefits, isn't real. It's been boiled. It's been ruined. It's been homogenized. This has not been. This, ladies and gentlemen, is the highest quality krill oil you're going to find anywhere. Real krill oil, folks, is red. It's not yellow. It's not milky. This is nothing but krill oil. It's time to show them what a real alpha male looks like with one of our most powerful products ever made, Alpha Power. As you age, your body can lose testosterone over time. With the incredible ingredients in this formula, we can help you beat the test of time and assist in restoring that lost energy and mood that comes with time and age. Alpha Power's incredible ingredients can help you boost your sports performance or enhance your day-to-day life with ease while encouraging hormonal balance. Perfect by itself or with super male vitality in the true alpha male pack. Alpha Power can help boost performance, help maintain normal testosterone levels, support healthy cholesterol, and more. Let Alpha Power help bring you to the peak of your optimal health. Don't fall short on energy in the fight against tyranny. Show the world what a true alpha male looks like today with Alpha Power. Head to InfoWarsStore.com today.